What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome to another episode of Strictly Business, the podcast in which we speak with some of the brightest minds working in the media business today. I'm Andrew Wallenstein with Variety. With a name like Soul Machines, it's either one of two things, some long forgotten 70s R&B group or a 21st century startup creating virtual clones of celebrities. Well, we've got the latter on here today on Strictly Business. Soul Machine CEO Greg Cross is here to talk about a fascinating venture that is marrying state-of-the-art animation with artificial intelligence to create something that just might be the next big thing in entertainment. We'll be back with Greg in just a moment. Hi, this is Andrew Wallenstein with Variety's Strictly Business Podcast. If you love Variety's podcasts, you're going to want to try Variety Intelligence Platform, or VIP. It's a digital subscription tier on Variety.com for industry professionals to dig deeper into analysis and data that helps them be smarter about their business. VIP just launched a great new newsletter and offers more special reports than ever. So visit Variety.com slash VIP save for a 20% discount. We are back with Greg Cross, CEO of Soul Machines. With the first of what was such a fascinating interview, it lasted a full hour, so I broke it into two 30-minute sections. To hear the second half hour, make sure to tune into Strictly Business next week. But without further ado, we've got the first 30 minutes ready to go right now. Greg, thanks for coming in. Hi, great, great to be spending some time with you and your listeners. It's fantastic. Great. So, you know, this is one of these moments where I don't feel like the podcast format does the interview justice because you really need to see a soul machine's creation in action to truly get what it's about. But, you know, we'll soldier on. And the best thing you could do is just start us off with a very basic explanation of what it is that Soul Machines does. Yeah. I mean, kind of the name says it at all, really. So, yeah. you know, when, when 
I co-founded the company. We were looking for a name, and you know, the, the thing that kept, we kept coming back to is putting some soul into the machines of our future. So, you know, I love brand names that are quite literal in terms of you know what it's all about. So, you know, a, a, as a company, you know, we uh, do a lot of research in the in, in a very specialized field of artificial intelligence called cognitive modeling. So. And this is a really enables us to bring to life a really, really advanced form of animation. So that CGI characters, which we've got quite used to in you know in our lives and in the entertainment business, but instead of them being animated by um, pre-recorded content and you know this concept of linear storytelling, you know we're literally bringing digital characters to life in real time. Um, and we call it autonomous animation. And this is what you know, you and I are both doing here as we record this podcast. Your brain is animating you and and bringing you to life in this instance, and mine's doing exactly the same. So, you know, so it's literally like I mean, to paint a picture, it's literally like having a Zoom conversation or a video conference conversation with a digital person rather than a real person. So let's give a, a an example with one of your clients. There's a, an interesting mix of celebrities both dead and alive yep. uh, in that portfolio. So I, for instance, noticed uh, Carmelo Anthony, the yep. recently retired basketball player. What can I do with virtual Carmelo? Yeah, so um, yeah, we, we started working with Carmelo um, last year. And so you know, digital Carmelo, um, there's a number of different types of experiences that we're looking to create for for Carmelo and, and his business interests as he moves into the sort of into his post-playing career. You, know, you think about it, you know, you know, when you've got a you know, an incredible athlete like Camelo had a long and successful career, you know, how, how does he stay in touch with his fans now? You know, now that he's not playing basketball on a, on a on a day-to-day basis. So for us, this becomes what we think of as the future of fan experiences. You know, you know we've all watched Camelo play in amazing you know basketball games, but not many of us get to meet him. In, in real life. So, you know, think about this way of how we can democratize a fan experience and and you can go to a website and you could have a face-to-face conversation with, you know, what we call, we refer to them as digital mellow, as, you know, as mm-hmm. what we talk about as a digital twin. So um, uh, digital mellow, you know, m- you know, might become the brand ambassador of, um, you know, of, uh, you know, of a big automotive car company, for example. And so, you know, think about Digital Mellow being accessible from um, their e-commerce store or their website or their smartphone app. Um, and, you know, he can create this, you know, sort of one-on-one brand experience. So Carmel, virtual Carmelo could sell me a car. He could sure. talk to me about the attributes and, I don't know, maybe strike a deal and to make it clear, the real Carmelo has, he's not at the control. He's not putting words no. in, in his mouth. What he, the real Carmelo is giving you uh, the rights to do this, but that's yeah. where it ends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're in a joint venture business with Carmelo. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, because this is a, comp- this is a new, really, really new type of technology. So, you know, we're reimagining the way in which fans can experience their you know, they're, they're superheroes. They're you know the the you know the the people that they love to watch. So, um, so yeah, real Camelo Anthony. We you know when we set about creating 
you know, digital Camelo Anthony. We, you know, we complete, you know, we, we had some access to Camelo for a few hours to, to, to capture his likeness and his personality, all of which becomes part of the, the um, AI systems that we've created. We, we train an AI voice. So, you know, a, a really interesting thing about, you know, digital Mallow is he can speak any language fluently. So, you know, you think about that, you know, um, one of the biggest NBA markets in the world now is China. Yes. Um, so imagine a world where Digital Mallow is um, a brand ambassador for a Chinese car company speaking Mandarin to fans of the NBA in China. So, you know, Digital Mallow um, could become a, a commentator on you know, what's going on in the world of basketball at, at any point in time. And he can interact with fans, you know, um, from Syracuse, you know, you know right. and the, the biggest Mallow fans in the world are the Syracuse fans. Or he could interact with, as I said, fans in Europe um, in, their, in, in their native language. So, I mean, these are some of the you know, amazing opportunities that exist as we think about you know, the way in which we can create fan experiences in the future. And I want to make clear, like, you know, you're not some guy in a, in a basement here. You're, first of all, a, a, an entrepreneur who has, you know, sold companies to Apple and, and been around and you've raised well over $100 million for mm. this business. You've got uh, representation at CAA. Yeah. And, Absolutely. you know, and, re, and besides Mello, there's... You've got the likeness of Marilyn Monroe, which I assume you negotiated with her estate. Like this is real. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, so from a you know, company point of view, the sort of um, two of us founded the company. So my, my co-founder, Dr. Mark Sager, came out of the incredible Weta Digital company. Yeah. Uh, Mark won technical Oscars for the animation work that he did on the original Avatar movie. So if we think back to that that movie, it was one of the first times that we've seen CGI characters capable of micro-human expressions. We fell in love with those giant blue characters because they expressed emotion. We connected them because they expressed an emotion in an incredible way. Mark then went on to do Kong with Sir Peter Jackson using the same sort of technology. And then he set up a research lab at the University of Auckland in 2012 and started building the digital brain models that underpin the work that we do today. So um, I met Mark in 2016. We spun the company out of um, the university at that point, and we've raised over $135 million in, in venture capital from some of the from some of the leading venture funds in the world. SoftBank is an investor, Tomasic, uh, the big Singapore global investor, Horizons, um, Selena Chow, and the people that have invested in companies like Spotify and Zoom to name a couple. So yeah, I mean we you know we've you know this is really really deep tech research and you know um, and it's attracting the interests of some of the biggest celebrities in the world. You talked about um, the project we have with um, Marilyn, um, um, the digital rights of the name, likeness, and Im image of Marilyn are um, held by Authentic Brands Group, um, sure. a big entertainment group, I guess headquartered out of New York, and. and Actually, they they own a number of you know the name like uh, images of some like pretty iconic you know legends you know Muhammad Ali, Elvis Presley. So um, Marilyn Monroe is one of the next projects we're we're literally just about to start working on and 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 bringing life to that project. So um, Mark Twan and another one of our celebrities, um, and we've chosen different celebrities from different fields. So Mark is a K-pop superstar. Ah. 
you know, you know, in the world of music, you know, I mean, Mark is, you know, he might not be as well known in in America, but he's one of CAA's biggest uh, musicians that they rep. And so, where does a, a K-pop fan encounter the virtual Mark? Um, I'll literally encounter him all over the world. Um, you know, K-pop is a, I mean, it is a global phenomenon, but you know, um, guys like Mark will fill a will fill a soccer stadium in the Philippines or in in, in Jakarta. Um, just to hear him answer questions on a stage, not perform, just ask questions. So imagine a world where they can, you know, they can sit in a live stream and ask questions directly to Digital Mark Twan in their own language. So, I mean, that's the sort of magic we envisage for the future. And is this, and maybe this isn't an either or question, but I'll ask it, is this meant to be a one-to-one interaction or a one-to-many interaction? Both, but it's actually, I mean, our technology is all about one-to-one interaction. You mm-hmm. know? So, you know, human interaction is about emotional connection. Sure. So we communicate in lots of different ways as human beings, but the most, you know, the most personal, the most connective interactions are those one-to-one, you know, one-to-one face-to-face interactions where you're not just hearing words, you're actually understanding you know, the full, all of the elements of that non-verbal communication. So an emotional connection is incredibly important to us. We remember things that we connect, you know, and people that we are emotionally connect with. So, yeah, it it is for us, a lot of this about one-to-one interaction. We also do a huge amount of work in the, you know, in the, in the brand space, so creating digital ambassadors and digital influencers for big brands, um, you know, General Motors, Cadillac are examples of you know, a, a client of ours um, um, in the financial space. J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Mastercard, uh, Fidelity, um, and so this is you know helping big brands imagine how they can create an emotional connection. In, a, in a, an increasingly digital world, you know, because if you think about brand connections in the digital world of e-commerce, they've been marginalised because, in many respects, e-commerce is about efficient transactions. You know, where brands historically have always created these emotional connections using different forms of media, media whether it's print media, whether it's television as a, advertising as a media, but brand values, the value of a brand is is measured by the level of emotional connection they can have with their target audiences. And this provides that one-to-one personalized brand experience in a digital world. So the thing that concerns me though, and I wonder if it concerns, you know, the people you pitch your services to that, you know, maybe they're agents of celebrities is I feel like we're always hearing stories about, let's call it technology going rogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember there was a, a virtual artist, FN Mecca, last year who sounded somewhat similar in this kind of technology, spouted racist things. I feel like it's almost inevitable we always hear these things. Do you encounter these concerns and what do you say to those you're trying to win over? Yeah. I, I mean, look... Uh you know, this debate, we, you know, I mean, artificial intelligence, I mean, last year it was something that was in the world of technology in the world of research labs. And now artificial intelligence, that thanks to chat GPT is an app we all have on our smartphones now. Yes. So we all use, even though we t- artificial intelligence, 
intelligence touched us every day previously. And you know, if we bought something on Amazon, AI was driving you know the algorithms in the background, or on social media, it's driving the advertising alg algorithms in the background. So we weren't making a choice to engage with AI as as consumers. Now we are. So you know that debate has really, really come to the fore forefront. Is you know are the robots coming? Are they going to kill us? Are they going to rule over <laughs> us? And I guess we're right, you know, so there's two parts to this. So one, I think the debate's really, really good. Okay. You know, it's great to have both sides of that debate. Um, and it's great to have so many people engaging in that debate because when you think about the last big technology wave that came along, which was the social media wave, you know, we just came along for the ride, you know, and then we learned about, you know, the perils of fake news and all of this, sort of, that kind of happened to us. So as we move into this world where artificial intelligence is becoming a bigger and bigger part of it, I think it's a fantastic thing that there is so much debate going on and people are, you know, expressing their concern because that puts, you know, an absolute focus on, you know, providers like us to make it safe, you know, and to, you know, and to, you know, and so you, you've seen with, you know, as we've all started to use these large language models, you know, they, they, you know, I mean, they hallucinate, so they make stuff up because right. they're just predicting what word comes next. So they make stuff up from time to time, but the rate of learning, you know, is incredible. The safeguards that are there, um, that have been built into that, and the safeguards that you can train into it, are, are you know, quite substantial. You know, within, you know. The, the large language models and chat GPT sort of hit the market really, I guess, at the beginning of this year. And already we've got something, you know, evolving called a private language model. You know, so a private language model is where you can train, a, 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 if you like, a closed version of knowledge or content. So, you know, a digital Camelo Anthony can only speak about the content you train it on. Um, mm -hmm. But it can still speak in an incredibly conversational way so you know the con you know this idea of having to build safeguards and you know and keep things careful I mean, I mean the example you gave i you know i can remember reading about it and um you know i think you know um you know they didn't really think through the ethics of what uh -huh. they were doing and doing it and you know doing it and executing it in the most responsible way i think you know from you know they got you know you know, I think they're pretty heavily criticised. If my memory serves me right, you know, by being a, a sure. bunch of white tech bros, you know, trying to build a, you know, an, a, an African American rapper, um, and so it got into all sorts of cultural ins insensitivities, insensitivities, and things like that, and you know, very, very quickly got um, taken down. So, in the world in which we live, you know, you have to be incredibly thoughtful about how you engage, you know, how we think about it. I mean, there are areas of business that we don't want to be involved in. I don't want to produce digital twins of politicians. Okay, I can I mean, understand that's, that's why. A, that's an example. I mean, because, I mean, we can look at, you know, what, how fake news has impacted the democratic democratic process. Um, what yeah. about in a virtual or a digital twin of a news anchor? Um, as long, yeah, I mean, and once again, we don't do digital twins of anybody unless we own the name, likeness, right. and image, and we, you know, we have a relationship with those persons. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's something that, you know, might be, um, you know, might be amazing to think about as, as we move forward into this world of digital content. I mean, because if you think about the, the world of the news anchor, the, you know, and we go back to the, 
that the telev- you know the old olden days and the television area where we you know we all tuned into the six o'clock news, the prime time news to because this was a sort a trusted face, a trusted voice, a source of the truth. You know, you could imagine the need for, you know, I mean, we, we do imagine the need for, you know, we need more trusted voices and trusted brands, you know, and that com, um, emotional connection. Um, I think that's a big part of, you know, what's missing in some of the digital world. So, yeah, we think uh, we spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, how we create those types of connections. You know, when you talk to Digital Mellow, um, we're very careful. You're not. We're not trying to trick you that you're talking to the real Camelo Anthony. This is a digital version. I noticed he sort of identifies that he is not the real yeah. Carmelo. I, I mean, that's really important because if you think about the concept of establishing an emotional connection, that's based on a level of trust and integrity. And you don't get that when you're trying to fool somebody that um, you, you're the real thing when you're not. You know, so the, uh, the way in which we can provide education and um, you know, in so many different fields, AI is already having such a positive impact. And so um, it, it's always easy to focus on one side of the debate and forget about, you know, the amazing and the, and the incredible things. We do a lot of work in, as well as working in entertainment with celebrities and big brands, we do a lot of work in, in healthcare and education. And, you know, you, when you stop and think about healthcare and education sectors, we don't have enough real people in those sectors mm-hmm. at the moment. We don't have enough teachers in, in many communities. We don't, um, you know, in this post-COVID era, we don't have enough nurses and healthcare professionals. So, I mean, so ways in which you know, artificial intelligence, the ways in which um, the sort of digital people that we create can make a difference. We'll be right back. We're going to talk more with Soul Machine CEO Greg Cross in just a moment. Hi, this is Andrew Wallenstein with Variety's Strictly Business Podcast. If you love Variety's podcasts, you're going to want to try Variety Intelligence Platform, or VIP. It's a digital subscription tier on Variety.com for industry professionals to dig deeper into analysis and data that helps them be smarter about their business. VIP just launched a great new newsletter and offers more special reports than ever. So visit Variety.com slash VIP save for a 20% discount. And we're back with Soul Machine's CEO, Greg Cross. Greg, you know, we were just talking about the, the safety issue, and I hear you're taking great care. I hear the technology is going to get better and better. But at the end of the day, there's a bit of a paradox here because at the end of the day, they're autonomous. And I guess there's safeguards, but I, I still put myself in the shoes of, say, an agent you were pitching your services to. And can you truly guarantee that my, you know, this digital double of the celebrity is not going to get my real celebrity in trouble? Um, you know, what do you possibly say to you know, placate those fears. Yeah. Um, you know, so the first thing real celebrities can do a pretty good job of getting that themselves in trouble in their own right. So, yes, they do. Uh, I mean, you know, um, the digital world often mimics the, the real world. So, uh, um, so look, you know, there are, I mean, there are simple safeguards that, that we can put in place. So when we create a digital personality for, you know, like, uh, like a Carmelo Anthony, um, the digital personality we configure doesn't include his ability to express any negative emotions. So, you know, mm-hmm. physically, you know, 
that you know we're going to protect the public persona and the public brand of of Mellow through a personality that ha- you know a digital personality that has no ability to express negative emotions. But then let me argue the other side of it, which is you put in too many safeguards, the animation doesn't seem real enough. Like, so do you sort of, is it a double-edged sword? No, not really, because at the end of the day, as human beings, we tend to respond, you know, um, mainly to positive emotional constructs. Mm -hmm. You know, an emotional connection is formed, you know, from the simple act of saying hello and smiling. You know, mm-hmm. that's what triggers the dopamine and serotonin hit in your brain, which, you know, creates these positive co- connections that, you know, and these positive emotions. You know, our brain much prefers that, that state than the agitated, angry states that, you know, you know, are, you know, are, are the, the flip side of it. So, no, I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't see that, you know, that, you know, we're, we're not, effectively taking away the power to connect. I mean, because as I say, the power to connect comes from positive emotion, not so much negative emotion. So you've been around since 2016 with this company. And so I'm wondering, as we sit here in 2023, how come I'm not seeing, you know, thousands of these digital mellows for every other NBA player or every other TV star, movie star, musician? Sure. And, and you know, we're, we're just at the beginning of this era. Um, you know, to create, I mean, the cost of and and the processes to create these incredibly realistic CGI characters, you know, um, you know, you go back several years, uh, you know, and the cost of creating CGI movies. I mean, these are, I mean, it's eye-watering in terms of the ability to, to create CGI characters and, and it can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars per minute of animation wow. to create pre-recorded content of the quality required in, in the movie industry and the games industry. So there's been a huge amount of research. I mean, we're 10 years into our research program, you know, right. and a lot of effort to to actually reduce that cost. So, I mean, we can now, you know, when we started, I'll give you um, an, uh, some idea. When we started, we did our first digital twin, we created Jack Nicholas, The golf The legend. golfer, you know, the golfing legend. Jack wanted to be first. Uh, I mean, seriously, you know, he's 83 years old and he had no qualms. I want to be first. Um, but I want to be 38 years old again. <laughs> and that's what we did. So we made Jack 38 years old. And why did he pick 38? Because Jack, I mean, that's when I was playing my best golf. I was prime in the Jack. prime of my, you know, he, when he won the British Open for the last time in 1978. So we made a digital twin of Jack at 38 years old um, for him. When we did that um, project, it took us six months to build Digital Jack, you know, with um, our most recent you know, um, celebrity that we've announced, um, the digital twin of Mark Twan, the K-pop star I was telling you about, that took less than four weeks. So you're getting better at this. So it's just getting faster and faster and faster. Um, and is it getting cheaper and cheaper? Because if it's not, how does this a business? Yeah, of course. I mean, it, of course it gets cheaper because, you know, I mean, if you think about the sort of CGI characters, you know, that appear in the movie and the games industry, they're all built by hand. So you know, what we're focused on, you know, is we're automating the production process. And mm-hmm. so if you go to our website and you can talk to Nova. So Nova is not a digital celebrity. She's our brand ambassador and she's a synthetic digital person. She is, she's not 
made off the likeness of a real person. You know, so we we have a creative suite for our synthetic digital people. That means literally anybody in the world can create a high quality, a hyper realistic CGI character in minutes. You know, wow. different different ages. You know, either gender or blended genders. Um, different ethnicities, they can, you know, you can choose different accents and different voices and different languages that they speak. All of this is, exists in the world of AI today. I mean, you know, when we um, work with our partners to create a, you know, a synthetic digital voice for, for Jack Nicholas, um, we can take his English voice and turn it into Japanese and into hmm. Mandarin. Um, you know, Jack is about to become a brand ambassador for a, uh, a golf merchandising company in Tokyo. I mean, Jack in real life doesn't speak a word of Japanese. His digital 38-year-old digital twin speaks fluent Japanese in Jack's voice. So, you know, these are, you know, these are, you know, so the, all of this stuff gets faster and faster and faster at this point in time. And, you know, and the the big breakthroughs in AI that we've seen with the large language models like ChatGPT have just accelerated that at a, at a dramatic rate. So fast forward for me for a little, like, do you see two years from now or five years from now, you know, every Hollywood celebrity is going to have a digital double? Oh, like, oh, Absolutely. You know, wow. Ab absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, if you think back to the early days of social media, you know, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You know, I mean, not everybody, not every celebrity had an Instagram account no. you know, um, or a Facebook account. Um, now, you know, everybody does. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is a process of, you know, the you know, technology becoming, you know, a bigger and bigger part of um, people's lives. Um, you know, within the sort of timeframes you were just talking about then, you know, you will have a choice to make a digital twin of yourself, <laughs> a, a hyper-realistic digital twin of yourself, you know. I mean, today, you know, my we, wife we, would be thrilled. <laughs> um, you know, you'll be able to take ten years off your, your age if you want. You'll, right. You know, you'll, you know, you'll be able to have, you know, I don't know, long hair if you want, or you know, or blonde hair. I mean, these are, you know, I mean, these are some of the things that, you know, that will that that, you know, and you'll be able to train that digital person and the personality you want them to represent yourself, and by just mm -hmm. by talking to them and interacting with them, and you know, and while. You know, creating a custom voice today, you know, you know, takes you know, a, a, you know, a few hours of voice recording. You know, in the future, it'll take a few minutes or a few seconds of voice recording to to train a, a custom voice. So, you know, these are you know, so all of these technologies will, you know, democratize in the same way that you know, social media has enabled us to stay in touch with our you know our favorite celebrities, you know, online today. Speaking of social media. You know, the celebrities got there after a generation of influencers or creators mm. figured that all that. And yep. then the celebrities came in. Your business is now also catering to uh, the influencer crowd with this uh, new product that you have out. Explain how that one works. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, this is the uh, um, digital DNA studio, which is a creative suite. So, you know, which means people can create a digital influence of themselves. They can they can create skills for it. They can attach it to a, a, a GPT engine or, or a conversational knowledge base. Um, and then they can deploy it in an e-commerce store or a web store or a smartphone app. So this is, you know, this is the way we, you know, we're going about, you know, one of the ways we're going about building our business more on the commercial side. You know, when you come to celebrities, you know, you've got to, you know, you, you, you take a lot more time and spend a lot, you know, you, you actually want to replicate you know, a, 
you know the the celebrity you know as accurately as you can their mannerisms their you know the behaviors that are identifiable um you know in real life you 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 know that requires more work um and, and on that note to some degree i listen to this and i say to myself why even bother with the celebrities you can create you for instance you're talking about nova yeah give nova a singing voice gives nova acting talent there is this whole branch of synthetic media where they try to create their own. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. That? I mean, and and yeah, we yeah, of course. You know, and so we will, without a doubt, we will have creators who go and create their version of Nova. You know, our digital influencer, and they and they create it, and they'll create audiences for them on social media, which they will in turn be able to monetize, and you know, they'll be able to click on that. And then go have a live conversation, and if they, you know, and they might be able to, you know, they might end up live streaming, you know, their their digital influencer on, you know, on a streaming platform, and enabling fans to pay to interact with their, you know, with their digital influencer. I mean, there's some great examples of of it out there already, where, you know, we've seen, um, you know, Brazil's a big market for these digital influencers and oh. these digital ambassadors. So, you know, one of the biggest, one of the most successful ones is. Um, a digital influencer called Lou of Magalu. Um, she represents one of the largest retail chains in in Brazil, and they've had Lou out there. And she's mainly she's a CGI character. She's a made up CGI character. She's not a real person. Um, and she's been around for I think ten odd years. She has over thirty million followers on mm. social media. Uh, and she has gone past just being a brand ambassador for you know the the retail brand that she represents. She's become a social influencer in Brazil. She, you know, um, she is outspoken on women's rights in Brazil, for example. Wow. So, you know, I mean, this is, you know, I mean, but we see this on a regular basis. I mean, some of the biggest celebrities in the world have hundreds of millions of followers. They have a percentage of those followers and feel like they have a personal connection with those celebrities just because they're able to like or post comments against their social media posts. So, you know, a lot of these you know, digital behaviors around, you know, this world of celebrity and this world of influences, you know, it, it, you know, already exists. And except, you know, with, when you create a digital twin, you make it more intimate, you make it more connective, you make it more believable. Um, um, and, and that, you know, what, what we're, we're incredibly excited by that as an, as an opportunity. So, you know, you can imagine, you know, if we're, you know, we're, we're working with, um, you know, a Hollywood star, you know, I mean, we've talked about Marilyn Monroe, but if we're talking, if we have a, a you know, a, a Hollywood star who's got a big back catalog of films, you know, you could, you know, or, or a, you know, one of the production studios who's created a movie franchise, you know, where they have, you know, multiple installments of that movie franchise. Imagine bringing the, that actor to life as that character. Sure. And fans of that movie franchise can have a day-to-day -day relationship with that character and, you know, they can get backstories and insights and feel connected to, you know, on a, you know, literally on a day-to-day -day basis rather than having to wait 12 months or, you know, between a, a franchise installment. So these are, you know, I mean, these are some of the ways in which, you know, we think about fan engagement. I mean, if you get into the world of professional sports, um, you know, games like football, you know, the NFL has a, Interesting challenge, you know, with the kids of today. You know, they don't sit still for four hours right. on a Sunday afternoon to watch a, a football game. So, you know, how do you curate and present content to them in a form factor and in a way that 
interests them and keeps them connected to the game. So, you know, these are some of the things that you know, we spend a lot of time thinking about and talking to, you know, not just the celebrities, but the big media companies and the big content providers who, you know, ultimately, you know, in the world of professional sports, that's what funds um uh, that, that's, that's what funds the sports. That's what makes the, the world go round for these um, things. So I mean, so yeah, you know, these are some of the ways in which you know we reimagine. You know, we think about the future of entertainment and the way in which you will engage fans with personalized content and emotional connection in the future. Well, I don't know about you, but listening to this, my brain is spinning. I'm sure my listeners' brains are going to be spinning. Greg, thank you so much for coming in and talking about Soul Machines. This is going to be an interesting company to watch. Thank you so much for having me. It's been, it's been an absolute blast being here. Well, that was part one of my interview with Greg Cross, CEO of Soul Machines. Come back next week to the Strictly Business Podcast for part two of the interview. There's so much more with Greg you're not going to want to miss. See you then. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.